hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled, the fact podcast, figuring out if it's fact, fiction, or just utterly fake and meaningless. My name's Dan, thank you very much for listening. I have three facts for you today. Something about chess, uh, which is funner than it sounds, something about bees, and also something about Shaq. Uh, Connor is here. I know for a fact that he has been up to his eyeballs in trying to get his hands on the PS5. How's that gone for you, Con? Yeah, absolutely abysmal. Still haven't got one. So if any listeners out there have one or want me to influence, then I'm happy to do a post on the Instagram for a PlayStation 5. Please hit me up. Without letting you in too much behind the curtain, we've had to delay the recording because he was desperately trying to get a PS5. So that's where we're at with Baffled this week. What facts have you got for us? Okay, so I'm talking to you about kings in a deck of cards. I'm also telling you about the invention of one of the f- best delicacies ever and if you think the uk and the world is bad right now you're gonna want to hear what's going on in japan uh, and mark is here as well mark what have you bought for us i'll keep it short and sweet robots stealthy coffee backups need i say more no you don't let's crack on it's a brand new episode of baffled Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, before we probably get on with it, last week, Connor, the show started in utter controversy because you brought a fact to the table which turned out to not be a fact at all. Yeah. How much research have you done this time around? Have you checked that what you're saying is true? Like, if you're saying that something's about the continents, that you are actually knowing what the continents' names are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only so much of a of a legitimate check I can do, but I've definitely gone for more facts that probably couldn't be proven wrong this time. And <laughs> you fill me with so much confidence. Facts so much confidence. confidence. These are not even yeah. facts. Look, I'm just going to say stuff. You can't prove it wrong one way or another. Judge, Is it true? Yeah, I don't know, but you can't say it's not. Your Honour, I rest my case. Um, also, you said that there's only so much research you can do. Harking back very quickly to last week, just simply Googling what the continent's names were would have been a start. Yeah, I mean, I'm over it. Are you? No. Clearly not. Clearly yeah. not. Clearly still hanging on to it. It's because, I, I've I've not learned... se- it's because I've not seen you in a week and then I saw your face and then I thought... Instant rage just filled Dan's brain. I thought, what, what, what research has he done this week? I think, I think with my facts this week, um, out of all of the episodes we've done, these aren't necessarily my favourite or the best, but they're like three good ones. Like, and th- Solid so- middle ground facts. Yeah, you know, like where, you know, you've got one that's kind of, I, I kind of go for this um, dynamic where I go for one that's maybe fun, a little bit stupid, and then I go for one that's a bit like, oh, 
didn't 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 know that. That's pretty cool to know about something like that. And then I go for one that's maybe a little bit boring, but good to know. And that's what I've covered this week. You're gonna like it, right, listeners? Well, stay around if you're in the market for a podcast that has average middle of the road facts that aren't even Connor's favourite. You found the right show. Come on, who doesn't want a bit of that on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day you're listening? Delete as appropriate. Connor, kick it off then. Okay, so every king is representative of a king from the past, which I never, ever knew in a deck of cards. So spades is King David, clubs is Alexander the Great, hearts is Charlemagne, and diamonds is Julio Cesar. Not on my version, on mine, all the kings are naked women. <laughs> it's not the old Brazilian... I love it. It's not the old Brazilian and QPR keeper, Julio Cesar. Julio Cesar, Cesar. Yeah, no, it's Ju- Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. But yeah, I, uh, they are all representative of a king from the past. So I, I looked into like, do they try and make the kings look like those kings? Uh, they don't. Um, but they're all just a representative of one of those kings. And If they don't and look like them, gonna... how do they represent them? Well, exactly. But you're going to love this. So this is my research and this is what I've done to legitimate it, uh, if that's the word. I went to my friend who's a legitimized. I went to my friend who's a magician um, and I actually asked him and he was like, yep, that's true. I was like, brilliant. We can use it. I mean, that, that's, that's all the research you need to ask a person who does a job, which is vaguely related because he's once used cars in his life for magic. If he says yeah. yes, then sure. Absolutely. You're right, Connor. There's nothing we can do to argue with it. You have legitimized it in the most lockdown way. Like there is nothing we can do to get rid of that legitimacy. He's one of those guys. He's a good friend. He's one of those guys I like would know. You know what I mean? He'd know. I just know that he'd know that. I'm one. I'm. I'm slightly like thank. Thank you. I'm slightly annoyed by this. I'm slightly annoyed because, like, why? Why have they not bothered? If, if it represents these kings, why have they not bothered to show it? Like, what's the point? You know. You know how we normally say that the sign of a good fact is one that you would tell your mates. I wouldn't tell my mates this purely because I only have half the information. Yeah, I mean, there's there is a common denominator with with some of the facts that are brought to the table that we only get half the things. Um, but so, okay, so, so, so what's so the Alex, other half you want? Well, as in why why are they represented? How how did the, what's the story? Why are they representing these? How kings? are they represented? Yeah, how how why how why I don't know. Good facts, yeah. I don't know if it is. I think it's a bit like if this pod- podcast is trying to sort out. And I understand that I'm ragging on you again. Um, if this fact, if this podcast is trying to figure out facts yeah, do you know, from do you nonsense, know you come, do you know you come at me more than my high school teachers that I didn't hand homework into. You, you're on my case more than them, Mr. Smith, the worst biology teacher in the world. On me, Dan Simpson gives me more rag than the. Mr. When you were Smith. at high school, were you being paid to bring facts to a fact podcast and kind of did it half-assed? It's not half-assed. Stop with. Half-assed. It's not half-assed. It's just different to how you do it, Dan. That's all it is. I like that fact. I enjoyed it, so I deliver it <laughs> in my way. I think. I think. I think that it, like, if we're just deciding whether something's fact or nonsense, I think that's. I think it's nonsense. I feel like it might have once been fact, like maybe hundreds of years ago, and now it's just meh. Now it's just not a thing. And did you know that the the heart the uh, King of Hearts is the only one without a mustache? That's a good one. I enjoy that. Yeah, which is how a lot of magic tricks actually performed. Oh, what do you mean? Because they're able to know something to do with the must. They're able to, I think it's like when they guess your card or whatever, they're able to know what king you had or something like that because of something to do with the mustache. It's used in a lot of uh, card tricks. 
but yeah, so it's representative of the Kings. Queens, I don't think that's the case. I couldn't find it was the case and I have no idea what Jacks even are. Right, I'll be back in a sec. Back in a second. Right, listeners, Mark has quickly escaped the the room that he's recording in to get uh, a pack of cards. I assume to see if the heart has a moustache. He's bloody right. No moustache. No moustache. These three blokes, old mustachio, no moustache. Uh, great, there you go. I'm very interested. For four kings, all apparently represent someone 800 years after they were created and one doesn't have a moustache. Fact one, done. When you run a marathon, right, you burn two and a half thousand calories. When you lift weights, you burn up to 400 calories an hour. Elite chess players burn 6,000 calories a day playing chess. No, I call bull. It's true. It's the most uh, sport, if you want to say game, it's one of the most physically demanding games um, because it takes so much effort from your mind because your heart is racing to such an extent and you sweat so much that you burn through 6,000 calories a day playing elite level tournament chess. Is that because they have the, because elite level chess, they have the time thing, don't they? They have to hit the thing, do the move, hit the yeah. thing, do the move. So it's quite like, Intense. I mean, like, I love chess, but I'll play it over I don't know, an hour and a half of having a couple of beers and playing chess with a mate. Whereas I can imagine at elite level, yeah, it's probably quite strenuous burn on up the to, body. They burn up 6,000 calories a day, which is three times what an average person is recommended to eat in a day. Um, grandmasters have elevated blood pressure for hours in the range found in competitive marathon runners. Um, the average weight lost, I guess, because you know, if you're running marathon or lifting weights, you're probably eating to benefit that. Whereas chest players, I imagine, don't do that. So they can like lose a kilogram a day of weight. I no, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. See, if you told me they lost weight because they didn't know how to cook because their mum had always cooked for them because they still live in their mum's basement, then I would believe you that that is how a grandmother. These, these people make loads of money. Weight. Gary Kasparov and that make loads of money. They're not living in their mum's basement. Who is that? Oh my word! How do, it's just it's like one of the most famous chess players ever. I mean, it was. Oh, back yeah, you're in, right. Sorry, I didn't know that. I must have missed. I that don't know. I on. don't like follow chess but I know enough about the world and I know enough about history to know who Gary Kasparov is he's such a thing to know who cares it's, what it's, it's, just, it's like it's, it's a face like, sums up this sums up you like as in no, who, who, who genuinely knows that I don't mark down I can guarantee you that 80% of the people listening to this do not know that because no one cares just but it was in films and stuff like Gary Kasparov is a very famous like he's he's almost like what film he, well there have been films I don't know off the top of my head there have been things fam- well there we go he's obviously not that important no but it's like it's it's the type of thing where you know a, a, like a sports person transcends their sport where they become more the famous than what it is the only time chess has ever been relevant is in Harry Potter 100% and that's fun chess because they kill each other. You um, and it isn't a sport. No, it, no. Well, fine. yeah, that's your own thing. But it, it, he he's like transcended the sport. You know how Freddie Flintoff is kind of more than he was playing cricket. Now he's like this thing. That's what Gary Kasparov is. Hold on. So we're now so comparing he's gone from Freddie being entirely irrelevant to slightly irrelevant. So we're now comparing Freddie Flintoff to Gary Krasbo or whatever his name is. They're the same tier. I just yeah? I just can't believe that you've never heard the name before. No. Never. Is it a sport, though? It isn't. I don't know what the actual definition is of a sport. Well, I can tell you now that whatever the definition is, chess don't meet it. 
chess is a hobby. It's a game. But these people, it's, it's not you sport. might as well call crosswords and Sudoku's a sport if you call chess a sport. But it's what I mean. Exactly. But these two people compete against each other and get paid loads of money to do it and burn loads of calories. What's loads of money? Uh, well, let me Google. Ten quid. Gary Kasparov. Net worth. It's a net worth of $5 million. Good amount. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's a good amount for playing chess. Basically, bear in mind, this was the 80s when he was making money. Elite Grandmaster Chess winning money. Connor, can you wake me up when this is done? Oh, mate, I know I've lost the wheel here. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Chess.com, which I'm not sure is biased and weighted, says... There is a lot of money in chess because sponsorships are quite high. Who's sponsoring chess? Like, I'm with you here. Who is sponsoring chess? Oh, they're like a pen company, isn't it? It's just something just so boring, like oh, Parker Pens. Buy your pens. You've just said that you play chess, Connor. You can't pick yeah, or choose both, gr- sides, both sides of the fence. Not fans. competitively, though. Not competitively. Chess is, no, I definitely wouldn't. Why? I, you, could I, be, I just, no. you could be like the playboy of chess, couldn't you? No, it's not. You a would thing. be the coolest you know, person. Yeah, to you, you could, you, you could, you could be like that. I mean, the bar You've got, ain't high, but do you know what I'd like to just put out there? If I think if this was anybody else's fact, the reaction from young Daniel would be very different. No, I think it's a great but, fact. Six thousand calories a day, but playing chess. Are you mental? Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, that, still, that, I still don't believe it. I don't believe it either. It's complete how, nonsense. How do you burn? Look, I've spent a lot of time sat on my ass. And I not figured out how to burn 6,000 calories sat on your ass. Because you're not using energy. This is the point. You burn calories by so, calories at energy. You come at me about my le- legitimacy or whatever it is. What 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 site is telling you that this is 100%? What, what site is is filling you in that the scientists have worked this out? What is your what is that site? It's chess is a real sport and we have friends, honest.com. Drawing on research from uh, uh, a doctor at Stanford University who studies stress in primates, um, they have found out the stress elite chess players encounter during a tournament is on par or higher with what elite athletes experience. Right, there we go. Uh, Mark, what's your first fact of the podcast? Your phone might have been tested by a butt robot. So, you know how we all have back pockets on our jeans? It's a very common place to put your phone in. Wouldn't it be horrific if you put your phone in your back pocket, sat down and... (coughs) Broken phone. However... Samsung, make sure that this won't happen by testing it using a butt robot. So they have a robot which is shaped and weighted like a human butt would be. They even make it wear jeans. They put a phone in those jeans and just make it sit on it repeatedly to see whether the phone can cope with that stress. But isn't it a bit different though using a robot? Because of course with a human, you've got like the cushion of skin between the Phone in the phone. Well, robot, I believe that, I that, that they have built the robot to account for this. So the robot wow. is the closest they can get to a human butt. That's pretty cool. I, I like so, that. It's something to think about, isn't it? And it is just purely a butt and it just goes up and down with a pair of jeans on because, you know, got to put the jeans on to put the phone in. Uh, and it just repeatedly sits on phone. Who, who puts their phone in the back pocket of their jeans? I, do. I quite often do. Yeah, I do. It's pro- yeah, it's an easy place to it's put it. It's prime for a mug. It's so much easier. Forget that it's there and you sit down and... So much easier to get out as well from the back it's pocket. It's prime for I a find. mug in though. Oh, I don't do no. it in the streets, but like if I'm at home, just stick it in the back pocket. It's easy, isn't it? It's big. I uh, yeah, I, no, I'm just, I'm just a side pocket chap. No, I'm a back pocket, especially after getting a smaller phone now as well. It fits perfectly in the back pocket. I feel like the... um. The kind of saga of you getting a new phone is is has been something that really has gone far in this show. So you want you wanted to get yes. the, the big, you wanted to get like the new iPhone 12, like the mega thing, and then you've been hoisted by your own petard, and it's too big. So now you've had to go for a smaller one. 
Yeah, I went for the iPhone 12 mini and I'm more than happy. Fits perfectly in the back pocket. Are you happy with having something called mini though? Yeah, more than happy. No, I just, not in a sexual way. I just think that it seems a bit second rate. Really? No. I, I love it. It it fits. I, I bought this phone for back pocket use. Like I've got, I've got like a MacBook Pro kind of thing. I didn't need the pro. I just, right. I just didn't want to get the air because that was like, oh, that's kind of second rate, isn't it? That's kind of half. Well, you see, that's it. Are you compensating for something, Daniel? Is that what you're saying? Silly you've mentality. You've you got to make sure that all your tech makes you look impressive. Are you compensating? No, it's not for anyone else. It's just for me. I was like, why? Why the bother get a smaller one? Um, this butt robot. Only Samsung. Samsung are the ones who we know have one. I mean, I'm not saying that Apple don't have one, but Samsung have come out and have, they've spoken openly about having a butt robot. I imagine other phone companies will have something similar because it's, it's one of those rigorous testings you go through. But Samsung, just they have come out and said, yep, we have a robot. It's shaped like a butt. We put a pair of jeans on it and it just sits and sits and sits all day. You dipped into a bit of an American accent there for, for about a second and then you, you pulled out of it. Did you kind of went uh, shaped like a butt, and then you kind of rethought, like and then butt. you rethought your your actions. I can imagine there's a lot of um, additional testing like this that goes into tech that we just don't see. That would be super super fun to see. You know, like what other tests would you do on your on a phone? Loads of sitting things. on it, just dropping it seven times in a row. Yeah, I think like like, like loads of things like tests as to like simple 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 things. So for example, this phone my new one with the case i find that like when you hold the phone like that and you're like typing or whatever sometimes the case can dig into your pinky and i actually read that apple done a test on the new cases and made them so they were less sharp on the bottoms that it didn't dig into your pinky when you held the phone some people go to coronation street some go to eastenders but i tell you what if you want drama in your life that's on a daily basis, come come to Baffle for Colin Knight and his iPhone. How story. do we cope? Yeah. How do we cope? It's hurting my pinky! Right, Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Ice pops were invented by an 11-year-old by accident. Is not he just, just like put frozen juice in Tell the freezer? More. Tell me more. So lots of research put into this because I really loved it. So basically in 1905, an 11-year-old boy, he was named Frank Epperson, he left soda powder and water outside overnight, but he accidentally left the wooden stirrer still in the cup. He was doing a little science experiment as a young lad messing around and he left his little stirrer in the cup. The mixture had frozen in the chilly nighttime weather and so the Epsicle was born. He sold the tree around his neighbourhood and a nearby amusement park and even patented patented the recipe years later he changed the name to popsicle because that's what his kids called their pops concoction nice i'm a fan of that that's a that's a nice little story yeah so it was actually a science experiment he was just being a young lad as you do i remember when i was younger you probably done it but like mixed stuff up all the time just messed around and it was uh, soda powder and water. But what I think is the best bit is he accidentally left the stick in that he used to stir it which then created this like popsicle thing what i also love about it it is that at no point did someone else think you know what what if we froze like a fruity flavor and sold it it was just this kid who did it by accident yeah it's i'm always this is genius why did no one ever think of this yeah i'm always when it started in 1905 i think he actually and i I tried to find this out but there wasn't really an answer but when it said like he was selling 
you know, the thing before it become the popsicle. I think he was just selling it as soda water, as soda powder and water is like a refreshment thing as opposed to like a flavor. So it's like, can you imagine how bland that was back in like... I guess the, it's like, like 1905, night. you don't have a lot of the tech that you have nowadays. Oh, exactly. Go, well, I'm exactly. freeze something because, you, you know, you wouldn't have frozen something back in 1905. Well, like, you know, did they have artificial colorings? I don't know. I have no idea. But, you know, did they have all that? You know, like the flavorings and stuff like that. But I also love, I love as well that it was called the Epsicle, obviously because of his name. And then uh, his, his kids changed it to Popsicle because it was the Pops concoction. Isn't that great? It's a better name for it. it. It's, a, it's a better name for it than an Epsicle, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't think it would have taken off it stayed as an Epsicle. I think, I think, gone, nah, mate. I, I think, yeah, you're right because they wouldn't have had much facility to freeze things. But I'm always very sceptical of like, these type of things, people inventing like foodstuffs because I imagine they'd have been done like for a long time before. It's just this was the first bloke that, thought to actually try and make any money out of it well you don't you don't yeah i mean you don't know with these things it's funny because my mum actually worked with a guy who was one of the um uh brains behind you know the like custard cartons and cardboard cartons that store fluid i don't know if it's called a tetra pack whatever it's called you know like on the corner you can sometimes pull it up and pierce it to create the pourer he he, come up with that that concept of having the poorer, and he's worth millions. Mark, what episode are we on? Episode thirty-three. How have we waited this long? How well, have we waited because... this long? Why wasn't that the, fir- it... the first thing that episode one baffled? Welcome along. It's a brand new podcast. Facts from nonsense. By the way, Connor, take it away. My mum knows the bloke who's made loads of money making a spout to pour custard. I like that. Yeah, but it isn't, you know, it is a fact, I guess, but I just didn't really see it as a fact, but as more of an invention. But now we're on the subject of inventions. Yeah, and he, he actually left his job at my mum's law firm and, and now earns, well, obviously, fortunes. Fortunes from custard, that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Second fact of the podcast. Um, Connor, we're headed back in the day. Oh, come on, Dan, make my day. This is, um, this is like a weird one. It's all about what they would do in, in New Zealand. No, not in New Zealand. It's all about what they would do in New, New England, so northeast of America. Um, back then, and they got it from Europe, there was a custom of telling the bees where if you had a big thing happen in your life, if you got married, if you got divorced, if someone died, you'd have to whisper it to the bees that you kept in fear that any upsetting would, would change the honey that they would make. It's an actual custom called telling the bees. Wow. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, sad, we sad all, life. F- famously, bees are always very annoyed at you if you don't tell them information first. They hate hearing secondhand information. That's why they're always buzzing. Can I just if, be? If they hear it through I, the grapevine. Oh, that that bee is coming for you. He's gonna in your honey. Can I just be honest here? And I think this is please a, do, Connor. A place, this is an open and honest yeah. place. I think this is a place where we can be honest, and I think this is a place where we we share our opinions, I and mean, we are very open. People who think of these things and follow them are f- thick. There we go. Because there's so much stuff like this and about like, you know, telling the bees and the magic this and I will talk to this. It's absolute nonsense. This was 250 and years ago, though. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make it, it less nonsense. Yeah, I just, it, I believe it. I believe it was a thing and it's a great fact because it's complete nonsense and it's exactly what this 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 podcast is about. But it's just 
stupid, isn't it? Like, it's just thick. Well, well It's just thick. But what well, I always like to think with these things is that there's one person who came up with this knowing it was a lie, knowing yeah. it was just thing, just doing it for the bants. Yeah, doing it for the bants, and then suddenly it's all taken off, and everyone's it's like, oh, hmm, no, I don't, is, uh, know, I don't know if you spiraled can... a little bit out of control. I don't know if you can say Haven't that. Thought this one through. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you can say that. Like, Tell you what, in 250 years, some people would be talking about this on a podcast. What's a podcast at? Oh, don't worry, it's a thing from the future. Like, I, I get that, but I don't know if you can. I don't know if we can be that critical to these people because, like, at the time, because, but I, don't, but I don't think it was someone you know was just. Bull- and then everyone just believed him. I think maybe they did something and maybe he told them and then the bees did something. And, like, Is there, there going to be something okay, in 250 right. years that a person yeah. on their equivalent of a podcast is going to go, yeah. oh, those people in 2020 did that? I want to back up my statement. I want to back up my statement, okay? With a more, with a more modern day example of like this, okay? There was a woman on this morning who categorically insisted that she had had sex with a ghost. It's the same ridiculous complete and utter nonsense stuff that I believe is true. And yeah, 250 years ago, a little bit more believable that people believe this, but it's just complete and utter nonsense. We're, Who's with me, boys? Come on. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm down that this woman did not have sex with a ghost, but yeah, I don't, good. I don't think, I don't think you can rule out that much really. I'm, 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 I'm pretty, I'm pretty good for kind of out there theories. You know, I'm, I'm pretty down for listening to those. It's also, I guess like, we say that in New England they did this, blah blah blah. In 250 years, are they going to say, "Oh yeah, in England they believe that you could have sex with a ghost"? Be like, no, one woman thought that, no one else thought that. But because it's what documented, they go, "Oh, everyone thought that." So are we just making mass assumptions based upon one person's thought? And everyone else did ridicule them at the time, but actually, this is the record that has been kept. This is yeah, it's, mm. it is from a poem. But then I'm always thinking about not just you know having sex with ghosts. I do think about that sometimes, some of my more intimate moments. But late in 250 years, I just wonder maybe they'll call out some of the stuff that we thought was commonplace now. Like yeah, maybe oh these people thought. You know, the internet went through Wi-Fi when actually it's, you know, bees carry or something like that. Oh, do you remember when they thought that chess burned 6,000 calories? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mark, give us your second fact. There is one Starbucks cafe in the world which isn't allowed to write your name on the cups. Oh. It is nestled in the heart of CIA's high security Langley headquarters. And it is not even known officially as Starbucks. If you get a coffee from there, the receipts will simply stay, will simply say store number one on the top of the receipt rather than Starbucks. This is it. This okay, is it. So, We've been doing this for 33 weeks. This is it. That is the fact. This is it. That's all that we've been looking fact. for. Why why is it a Starbucks? Like if you're not if, if you're not allowed to know it's a Starbucks, if they're not allowed to tell you no, what it's you, a Starbucks, what's the if, point? If you're in it, you're allowed to know it's a Starbucks. But they take certain covers. So they can't put your name on the cup because, you know, undercover agents and whatnot. Uh, Because you'll take a receipt away with you, they won't put Starbucks on top of that. There is no uh, customer reward card. You can't get your Starbucks stars there just in case the data is uh, hacked and mined and people go, oh, well, you go to that Starbucks and use your rewards a lot. Therefore, you must be in the CIA and you're undercover. Um, But no, so everyone that's there knows it's a Starbucks. Um, and it is nestled right in the heart of Langley. Okay. Um, Talking about Starbucks. Okay. Well, are we okay. are we moving past that fact? No. Are we just, great doing, fact. Are we just so, doing Starbucks stories now? Great fact, but open up a little door in the world of Starbucks. 
utterly, utterly ridiculous coffee shop, right? You do not need the volume of Starbucks that are there in the world. I mean, I don't know if you've been to New York, but there you have. But there I mean, is no fair, reason it's the same for in the London amount. with Pret a Manger. Yeah, yeah, you just you just don't need that amount of one thing. And supply Starbucks, and demand, though, Connor, mate. Like they are no, supply like, supply and demand all you want. I don't care about the supply and demand. I don't need to walk down Fifth Avenue or whatever it is and see ten. I mean, sometimes you go, you literally go. Three shops, the other side on the left, there's another Starbucks. It's just crazy. Like, if, if we're in the studio where Dan is now, Dan could walk within five minutes to three different pret a -Mongers. Couldn't get to a Starbucks, though, but could get to three pret a -Mongers. I genuinely think sometimes in London, rather than describing distances in metres, in miles, in minutes, just do it in pret a -Mongers. It's about seven pret a -Mongers down there on the left. And you'd be like, oh, okay, I know where that is. I'll just take seven steps. I like it. When um in Prague, you 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 can go to Prague Castle and you have to walk up this huge winding track up a massive hill, and the first thing that you see on top of uh, on top of it when you get to Prague Castle is a massive Starbucks, and it's like, oh, f yeah. This is another thing as well, and this is something that drives my dad absolutely crazy, and I couldn't agree more with him. Really, my dad's very old school, and he loves history and stuff, and he's got me as a son. But anyway, and he. It really bugs him when you go to like castles and historic places, and then you go in there and they've got like a Starbucks built in them. It's yeah. like they gotta make money yeah. though. They've got uh, it's good and bad they though have, because it's good. They, so they gotta make money do, to keep you, these things going. But you do sit. I agree. But you do sit there sometimes and think it is ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah, I'm with you. He's mental, mm, you know. And I, 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 I respect that. But Mark, fantastic fact. I'm with Dan as well. It's taken a while to get a fact like that, but brilliant. What a brilliant fact. We'd love to visit it. Never will, but great. Well, apparently Urban Myth says it is the busiest Starbucks in the world. I can imagine it is. There's a lot of coffee you need to, to get in you to run a CIA. You know, you're killing well, people. Exactly. Don't know if I, I think it's that. open 24-7. Staff who go on as well. If you start a job and if you start a job there, you've got to go through security checks. You don't necessarily get told that you're going to work at Langley and the CIA, but when you get there, you're escorted on and off the premises. Shout out to all the uh, shout out to all the American listeners right now. Next time you go to a Starbucks, ask for a London fog. It's a hidden drink that isn't actually on the menu. Is this like is. your McDonald's oh hidden God, menu where you just I order hate, two things? I hate this hidden menu other. chat. If I actually, if, if, if someone actually asks for it, London Fog, will the barista know what it is? Or do you have to go, London Fog, that means it's half a flat no. white and then you... 100%. 100%. Right, what's 100%. a London Fog? An Earl Grey tea bag in milk. They steam the milk with the tea bag in the milk. So the Earl Grey infuses the milk little bit of vanilla syrup with the milk stirred incredible perfect late night drink i i mean it's not hidden because i've literally got googled it and it's on the starbucks menu website it isn't it isn't actually on their menu in the I stores mean, I, I when you look at the board it doesn't say it It might say online but when you're on the board in a lot of america might be in the new stores may well be but when i went to new york which was about four years ago it wasn't there and then you ask and they're like yeah, yeah we'll make that for you it's kind so of it's cool. less of a hidden item more of an admitted item maybe yeah less hidden but you know, it's kind of like you wouldn't know about it. If you walked in and you didn't know about a London Fog, you wouldn't read it and go fancy that. You'd have to know about the London Fog. And I'm just letting all of our hundreds of thousands of listeners know about that right now. I don't. I love the fact I don't buy it's the busiest Starbucks in the world. But that's let's agree to disagree on that point. It's I mean, that's that's not a fact. That is an urban myth about it. But if you think how alert they have to be 
hours pouring through documents. I, th- I, c- I can understand. I can understand wanting a It's quite a stressful job as well, isn't it? Like, oh, oh, oh it's not the stressful like, job. Oh, it's not the most stressful job. Apparently, it's where like, a lot wait, of job interviews happen at the CIA as well. Yeah, so but apparently, I can imagine... the chief of the team that helped find Osama bin Laden, Connor, don't go into your conspiracy theories, apparently he recruited his deputy over a latte in that Starbucks. It's not the most stressful job, is it? No, it's not as stressful as being a chess elite grandmaster. I'll move on. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, we're giving out badges. Remember, we're clearing Mark's desk. I'm actually in the studio today. Oh, I couldn't move on your desk for badges that need to be offloaded. I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a wonder why you're stood on my desk trying to move in the first place, Dan, but sure. Uh, email us, info at baffledpod.com. Connor, what have you got? Uh, so I've had a DM on the old Instagram from anon.2305 underscore. I feel privileged that I am the only person they follow as well, so thank you very much. And it says, Hi, Connor. <laughs> do, do, does it say click on this link to follow my pictures? Yeah. He's probably, he's actually like deep down me sending me a message. Now it says, Hi, Connor. I've been listening to your podcast for three months now and I absolutely love it. I've just turned 15 years old and I live in London. I listen to your podcast almost every day for an hour on the way to school and always enjoy them. Thanks and keep podcasting. P.S. I've listened to almost every episode. P.P.S. When I found your Insta, I was very surprised. I imagined you very different. So what, 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 what do people imagine me as? Do you really want us to go into A that? A fat German. No. Re- Brilliant. Really bulbous, obese German person. Brilliant. <laughs> when, I th- so, when I first heard you, I thought, oh, that's what he is. That's actually thank how you very- speaks normally. Oh, yes, hello. I am some fat hello. German. So thank that's you how for, he speaks when he comes off this. This is just a voice he puts on. He watched a bit of The Only Way is Essex, and this is the voice he puts on. Thank you for getting sound British. It's still going. Thank you for getting in touch. Um, I do, I do want to say as well, and this is just like a little thing for me. I do love it when listeners get in touch. I know you two are probably the same, but it's nice, isn't it, when they message and just say thanks for podcasting? It is. Nice. I love Thank it more it. when it's not done as a DM. Please send yes. me your emails. Do, do it the official way. Send info at baffledpod.com. 
Yeah, yeah. Get on the emails and you might be able to get yourself a badge somehow if it ever happens over here. Yeah, 2021, it will happen, mate. Connor, give us your final fact. Okay, so you think life's quite tough right now for us lot. Japan, Japan is facing a ninja sort of shortage. A ninja, oh, I mean, how do you go on? How do you walk through the streets knowing that there's a ninja shortage? Japan is facing a ninja shortage. If you're looking for a little bit of cash money and you're in Japan right now, here's your answer. There is a very high demand for ninja shows, obviously, but it's a dying tradition and companies have trouble finding properly trained ninjas. I mean, it's got to be tricky, isn't it? Like to, if it's, if you're running out of ninjas as well, you need ninja trainers to train ninjas. What is the um? Well, like, can and he, only a ninja can train a ninja. What what qualifies you to be a ninja? What skills do you have? What would you be trained on? Well, so this is the thing. So nin, the, the the world of being a ninja, in a sense, is kind of like the world of is combat. It's kind of like the karate and the, <laughs> the other stuff is the karate. You should be like the karate. You've got a little bit you of know, the jujitsu and the judo in there as but well. But I think it's a bit more. Um, I think like nin, nin, so I read anyway is a bit more showmany, like being a ninja, and you kind of learn the more fancy stuff. So Jackie Chan. I believe is part trained in the world of ninja, hence why he does a lot of film work because it's kind of like, you know, he probably could have just punched the guy, but not Jackie Chan. No, what we're going to do is we're going to climb that tree, do a backflip into the punch. You know, it's kind of I do of always think that that about ninjas. Like they yeah. do go through a lot more work than is necessary. It's more of like a performance thing, ninjas, hence why it's used so much in shows, films, a lot of stuntmen that you see would probably be trained in a lot of like ninja work, especially in a lot of those Japanese type films. But there's a massive shortage. So if you need a bit of extra buck, you know, this coronavirus time and you're stuck at home, get flipping. It's all the same. It's the same as in the podcast, isn't it? Like it, it's, it's all showman. We could sit here, we could crack out nine facts in five minutes and be done. But we waffle on for what some people think is 45 minutes more than we need to. But those are We're those. basically the ninjas of facts. But this is... is- We're... Factures, but isn't it? Yeah, stop there. Isn't it? Um, isn't it brilliant though? Like in films, uh, you know, like Jackie Chan, for example. It does just make films. Have you just watched? Better, it? Have you just watched your first Jackie Chan film? He's, he's done a no, marathon. Just this... that's, that's why we couldn't record yesterday. We we're trying to buy a PS5, watching a Jackie uh, Jackie Chan marathon. You guys, you would. Uh, this... I just said this guy called Jackie Chan. I've just heard of him. What this, that guy uh... can do, you would not believe. Guys, he's going to be big. This fact, he's going to be big. Everyone's going to know about him. This fact is, it, it just reminds me of Jackie Chan and like Bruce Lee. The Bruce Lee films loved them. Um, but Jackie Chan, like my, one of my favourite films, Karate Kid. I like the original, but the remake of Jaden Smith's brilliant as well. Just all the ninja stuff. I just wish I could do it. I wish I could do it. I, just, I wouldn't be able to. Not flexible. In a in a in a ranking of films, where does it place between cheaper in the dozen one and two? Cheaper by the dozen, not cheaper and a dozen. Dan, that's the cheaper and the dozen. Sorry, cheaper by the dozen. Karate Kid, Karate Kid is a close third. So cheaper by the dozen one. Cheaper no, by no, the no, dozen two's two. Be- two's better than then. one. Two's better than one. Mark, you remember? Karate Sorry, kid. two then one then Karate Kid. Cheaper by a dozen, elite, elite film watching that. But don't you think it would have been better if I had Jackie Chan in it? Right, time for my final fact of the podcast. Um, did you know Shaquille O'Neal holds the record for the most amount of money spent in wall in Walmart? Um, in one shopping, uh, he once spent seventy thousand dollars. Wow, that's mental. 
how do you spend seventy thousand dollars in Walmart? <laughs> I guess I guess it does electronics, right? Well, I'm glad that you asked, stuff. Mark. I'm glad that you asked. He says that he bought up everything from furniture to clothes to amenities. Uh, I, I won't do the, I won't do the voice. I can't do a Chanel like an impression. He says I'm very impatient. I got the apartment set up. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no towels. I ain't got no pots. I ain't got no pants. I am Walmart's biggest customer. Pants, socks, underwear, tank tops, TVs, printers, computers. I got them all. Uh, yeah, and he was um, his credit card was obviously declined at the checkout. About to say, obviously, if if you're a bank and you see seventy thousand dollars go through in Walmart, you go summon is up here. But he's he's something of a mogul, Shaquille O'Neal. He invests in his own things. I think he owns quite a lot of Papa John's, the pizza restaurants over in America. He's he's, he's quite the mogul. I think this is one hundred percent not nonsense and one hundred percent believable. You know, oh, when yeah. you think about I'm... it, when you think about it, seventy grand is a lot of money. But yeah, he said it quite Walmart well. is like you know, it sells everything. It's literally everything of everything. Pretty easy to spend 70 grand if you've got 70 grand, isn't it, really? I bet you're one of these people, Con, just because you love, you know, Austin and, and New York. Um, I hate the British people that, like, idealise Walmart. Like, I once went to America for, like, three days and I was with family and we had to bloody go to Walmart. And I was insisting, no, we like don't that. need to. It's an Asda. You're not going to see anything there. You might see a few of the people from Walmart for the Instagram, okay. the funny people with their ass crack out, but you really don't need to go. I'm not like that. I uh, There's certain things that I love about American shopping. One being Target for the simple reason that whenever you go into a little Target store, which I think we need in the UK more of, but they have like a little um, express like Pizza Hut or a Starbucks. So you can, you can buy yourself something while you're having a little shop. Love that. Totally American. But one thing that I always visit when I go to America is a Whole Foods. I don't know if you've been to one of those in America, but that is like a different world. There's Whole Foods in the UK. Yeah, and the ones, the ones in the, the one, the one in Hyde Park is pretty sick. It is great, but the ones in America as well are just. There's so many things to taste. There's so much free stuff. You I probably love can't it. do this in a COVID world anymore. But the Whole Foods, yeah, in London used to have like a, your own peanut butter creation dispenser, so you could mix and match your peanut butters. My word, what what a day that was when I discovered that. You end up spending like fifty quid on peanut butter because you can't figure out the the, the weighting of anything. I remember the first time. Yeah with waiting i remember the first time i went to m&m world and you can design your you you know make your own m&m packets and my girlfriend spent about 18 pounds on m&ms because she just kind of filled them up without having any concept of how much these things cost that was 10 years ago still reminder of it today never let it's one like slip go healthy relationship it's that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're but still all... working them off it's kept us fed for about 10 years actually mark give us your final fact an employee at pixar accidentally deleted a sequence of toy story 2 during production so uh, this got revealed a few years ago by the co-founder of Pixar. Before the movie Toy Story 2 came out, someone accidentally entered the command slash bin slash rm dash s dash f star. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, right. I can't believe they just entered slash bin slash fm dash r dash f star because all hell breaks loose when that happens. Uh, basically, what that command does apparently is that on the drive where the files were saved, starts deleting them, starts deleting all of them. It would have taken a year to recreate as much as it's got deleted. However, one employee, one singular employee had a backup of the entire film on their laptop at home and she saved the day. Toy Story 2 is a very good one. It's interesting as well that they typed that in accidentally. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like a thing that you accidentally type, is it? Slash bin, slash rm, dash f, dash f star. 
it's interesting that you speak about Toy Story as literally as of yesterday, I found out that Tom Hanks voiced Woody. Never knew that. How did you not know that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I so, um, Toy Story 2 was meant to be straight to video. Tom Hanks does not do the voice for the Toy Story, the Woody dolls. Do you know who do, who does? When you pull it in, it, it goes, there's a snake brother. in my boot. Yeah, it's his brother. Tom Hanks' brother does the, it's a snake in my boots on the dolls. Uh, I can't believe, how, how did that come about that you only just discovered this? Um, oh, it was watching I'm a Celebrity, actually. It was watching I'm a Celebrity and Vernon Kay. I can't remember how we was talking about it. I think something was mentioned about Tom Hanks and then something come out about Woody. You know what I'm talking about, Mark. And, and that I was, I was sitting in, in, in my lounge with my mum and girlfriend and I was like, Tom Hanks, the voice of Woody? I, I, I can't idea. believe you never is there any that. other? That's, is there any this other is Woody what we're dealing names? with. This, like, is I who know, voices Buzz Lightyear? Tim Allen. I know that I go hard, but look, listening in, this is what we deal with sometimes. It's just stuff like that. I think that's a pretty good point to leave this week's episode of Baffled. By the way, very quickly, talking about internet stuff, did you see that like the most amount of data was downloaded the other day for the Xbox? And I think that might have been usurped when the PS5 came out. There's a little... Yes, because the not- didn't the Xbox and Call of Duty come out on the same day? Yeah, so well, therefore, the amount of data that was used was in. Can we not talk about PlayStation 5s ever? Because I'm still traumatized and it's and like ev- still like crazy. everyone needed to download like an 80 gig update or something yesterday uh well, listen thank you so much for listening to the show it's another episode of baffle done in the can done with uh what have we learned this week well the, the king of hearts for some reason some mystery reason doesn't have a mustache uh, also gary kasparov is the most exhausted sportsman ever uh, and there are just too many starbucks in the world and we'll leave it at that say goodbye connor see you later say goodbye mark goodbye mark Ah, I'm I'm off to burn about 6,000 calories while sitting around on my ass. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.